welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Chris chats with Steve Thomas about his concept going from stuck to on to help you identify when you are stuck in your life or your business, how to move on from it, and how to avoid getting stuck. This episode is sponsored by Fresh Coat, Paint Care, and Rustoleum. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors. And the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got my good friend, Steve Thomas with us. Steve does leadership development all over the country. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can go from being stuck in your business and your life to going on. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, Chris. Thanks, man. This is awesome. And I appreciate you having me on. This actually, yeah. I will tell you, is my first podcast as a guest. Really? That's it, I'm man. completely, I'm <laughs> shocked about that. I'm honored and I'm shocked at the same time. That's yeah, super first cool. One. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to record this with us. Um, so just to kind of give a little context to the listeners here, uh, Steve spoke at um, our Mastermind Metro East uh, event back in December, I guess it was here that we put on in St. Louis uh, once a month. Uh, and you talked through, your whole talk was about this concept we're going to walk through today, going from stuck to on. Um, and it really resonated, I know, with me. I know uh, three months, four months later, here we are. I'm still hearing people talking about it and, you know, just the impact you were able to have on some people. And uh, because I think, you know, burnout and, and stuck, and we'll kind of talk about the difference between those two things here in a bit, um, is a real thing, right? People feel stuck in their business. They feel stuck in their life. Uh, and especially over the last couple of years, I, I think, you know, your talk at that event was really hit people at the right time. Um, and I yeah, thought it'd be really cool to do a podcast and kind of talk through that. So um, kind of guess, I guess, start with the concept. Like, how did you come up with the concept of going from stuck to on? Like, where did you get the idea from that? How did you how did this whole thing come about? Well, to be honest with you, it was it was a little bit um, impromptu and accidental so <laughs> i know that probably doesn't make me sound like a genius but that's okay i'm i'm used to it um it, believe it or not this was a this was a, a football issue and so we i i coached high school football was helping coach high school football wasn't the coach here in springfield illinois where i live and uh we had beaten the team pretty handedly during the season and now we're in the first round of the playoffs and, and actually, I wasn't even at the game. I was at, a, I was at my son's game. He played at a different high school. <laughs> so I was at his game in another town, and, but, but kind of listening on the radio to what's going on with the team that you know I'm associated with. And at halftime, it's tied 21-21. And so it was like, what in the world's going on? Like this first round of playoffs, we should be blowing this team out. We should already be at a running clock, blah, blah. And, uh, and we weren't. And so... Again, I wasn't there, but at halftime, I know the guys well enough to know they made some adjustments. We come out, we win the game, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was very, uh, very frustrating uh, to be in that kind of a situation when we should not have been in that kind of situation. So the head coach called me the next day 
And uh, he said, man, did you hear the game? Yeah, I heard the game. What's going on? Blah, blah. We start talking about this. And uh, I said, I said, I really believe that these kids just may be stuck. And, and Chris, I'm going to say, maybe I thought about this before, but I don't remember thinking about it before that moment. And yeah. it kind of just came out. I think they're just stuck. Now, now, now picture this. Did, did you play any high school sports? Yep. I played golf, uh, golf, hockey, and baseball. Okay. So golf, hockey, and baseball. And, and you're way younger than I am. So when I was in high school, you could play two, three sports and be fine. And these days yep. it's year round, man. Yep. So especially golf, like, and I know in this climate, the climate you live in, you probably can't play there year round, but there are guys, you know, as well as I do, they'll head South, yep. they'll start playing golf year round. So baseball, yep. same thing. You're indoors hitting now. And that wasn't even a thing when I was a kid. So same you're here. indoors hitting football, you're lifting. Now think about this. This is a 15, 16, 17 year old kid who starts in January lifting weights, you know, doing these uh, practice type events that they're doing camps and, here we are now in the first round of playoffs. So we're late October. Dude, that's a lot of football. Yeah. For anybody, much less, you know, a 15, 16-year-old kid. So I said, I, I think they're stuck. So what do you mean by I that? Love it. I began to explain that, you see. So the next day at practice, we get together and I said, guys, and I came up with these six stages. And I did it rather quickly. I didn't even call them what, what they're called now. Came yeah. up with these six stages. And uh, presented it to the team and said, guys, I just think we have to, we have to push through this stuck stage. We've got to push through this. And here's how we can do this and on and on and on. And anyway, uh, we, we went on to win a state championship that year. So that was kind of that's fun. awesome. That's awesome. I'll give you all the credit on that, then for coming nah, up with this theory. That I, got I, I get it. zero credit for the state <laughs> championship. Um, You're uh you're too humble to take credit for it. I know, but it, there was a lot of other behind the scenes work that I had to go into that, but um, that's really cool. I, I mean, I, I'm obviously being somebody that played multiple high school sports and, and hearing the story and how you came up with that. I coached high school hockey for six years um, after I graduated from high school. And so yeah. I know what it's like to kind of be in that position. And, um, you know, I, I think it's cool to, like I said, I just love the analogy on how that came about. And so, so what I want you to kind of do here is we get into this, this topic is I want you to kind of walk through like what those six steps are, what, at least what you've got them now, you don't have to go through what, what you had written out at, at yeah. football practice years ago, but, um, you know, walk through those six stages and, and I want to kind of walk through like how somebody goes from being stuck to back to being on. Um, and then we got a couple of follow-up topics and conversations we'll have from that. So the first the first stage is a wow stage. And it's it's when you get that new job that you've been waiting for. It's when you get married. It's when you have your children. It's that wow stage. And it just feels great, man. It's when it's when you got that toy. You remember that toy, your yeah. favorite toy when you were a child. And you got that toy and you opened it for Christmas or birthday or somebody just gave it to you or whatever. And it was just that wow. It just, man, it felt great. You know what I mean? So yep. wow, wow doesn't last very long. And then after a while kind of wears down a little bit, then you go through stage two. It's what I call the rev stage. Rev, R-E-V, rev. Now, rev can last a long time. And it's in rev where everything feels right. And so somebody calls you up, you know, how's your new job going? Said, Man, I just love these people. This is the greatest place ever to work. I don't want to take me so long to find this. Uh, you know, I'm never going to leave. I'm never going to leave. You need to come by and meet my new BFFs. I mean, it's just everything is great, grand, and glorious, right? 
How's your yeah. new marriage? Oh, he's such a doll. She's such a princess. And just on and on and on. So it's just beautiful. Even with your kids, you know, you get you you post pictures of your kids doing things that ain't nobody cares about anyway. You know, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. So it's that that's a good point. It's, it's that rev stage. And in rev, like you work long, hard hours, not even because you're getting paid for it, but because you're passionate, you're enthusiastic, and it's just man, it's just fun. And and it just I, I, here's what I say a lot in rev, everything feels right. Everything yep. feels right. So then you go through stage three and stage three is what I call a peak stage. And, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't done much thought or study on this peak, but I know that it happens. Here's what I know about peak is that you never know when you hit a peak until you look backwards. Like you never plan, you never plan for a peak. You know what I mean? So yep, yep. You never get your you're team. You're not even better. aware that you're in a peak. It's you're not aware of it yeah, you're, and, until you're beyond it. And then you look backwards and go, yep, that's kind of where it happened right there. And, and sports teams do this all the time. Yeah. You know, sometimes they call it a momentum shift, you know? So like you never get your team together and go, Hey, we've been on this project now for about four months and it's been great, but uh, we're going to peak and it's not going to be good from here on <laughs> out, you know, or, or get your spouse, you know, this app stuck happens in marriage. You, know, you get your spouse, yeah, yeah. And go, honey, we've been married nine years. And don't get me wrong, it's been great, but we're getting ready to peak and it's just going to go to crap from here. So you you never plan for that. You just don't know until you're on the other side of it and you look backwards. So that's a then, really good point. Once that peak happens, now you hit stage four. Stage four is what I call a blah stage. And in, in rev, everything feels right. And in blah, nothing feels right but you can't really even explain it. You just know, here's what people say a lot. They say, it's not what it used to be. You see it? Ooh, that's good. That's so, good. So now somebody calls you and go, how's your new job? And you're going like, ah, I hate these people. You, know, so <laughs> you, just, said, you just said, you love these people. You love this job. You're new yep. BFFs. Yeah, but I learned this. I learned that, you know, happens in marriage. It happens in it, it, your church. It happens in relationships. It happens in hobbies. It happens in every single, that toy that you said, yeah. you know, what you think about was your favorite toy that is that wow and that rev, all you did was play with that toy. Now you're in blow and you're going, yeah, I'm kind of done with that toy. Whether you outgrew it, whether you got bored with it, we don't know what happens. It, it's very contextual. Yeah. All we know is it's not what it used to be. And then you hit stuck, stuck is stage five. Um, and stuck is not burnout. So, Stuck is going to happen, and as I said, in every single part of our life. And it's not necessarily because you did anything bad. And that's why I think people are afraid to talk about their stuckness is because they think, oh, I did something bad or I am bad or whatever. No, you're not. This is right. just a normal... I did something that created the stuckness. Yeah. And I'm not telling you you can't. You can, but that's right. not always the case. It is just one of those natural things that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I've been asked this question, you know, how do you avoid stuck? And I just don't think you do. I think you're going to yeah. get through it or you're going to experience it. I think the key is, as opposed to avoiding it, is you don't allow yourself to stay there. And I, you yeah. know, Chris, you know this. There are people that yep. camp out in stuck. <laughs> For a long period of time. A long period of time. And they know it and everybody around them knows it. That's just not where I want to be. So, yeah. So how then do we navigate through stuck 
to get to what I call on. And that's that, that's that stage six that you're referring to. We are playing the next playoff game after that year. I, I don't know if I've ever told this story. The their next game, I don't even remember who we were playing. doesn't even matter. And we were winning like we normally do. And everything felt right. And uh, <laughs> a kid came up to me. I know I remember who he is specifically. And he said, Coach, we're not in stage five anymore. And I was like, you're absolutely not. You know, they had pushed through yep. that come to the realization and push through that you get back to on as i said you know that That's team awesome. went on, that team went on to win a state championship but this happens again in every area of our life you know so it's not yeah. stuck's not a bad place to be you just got to be aware of it yeah now that's really good that's really good i appreciate you uh you know kind of walking through that and so you know you said something at the at the event you spoke at you said that you know it's always important to write down when things are going well, what it feels like, right? Yeah. When you're in that that rev state, yeah. Um, you know, so that you never lose sight of it. Because when things aren't going bad, when you're in the blah state, when you're in the stuck state, you need to look back and remember what it was like when things were going well, right? When everything, when you were on top of the world, everything felt right. Why do you think that that piece is so important to be able to look back on, uh, to see the difference, and and how important is that to getting out of stuck and going back to on? Because if you don't know what's going well when it's going well, you will not know what to fix when it's not going well. And Good. this happens a lot with teams. So this, you know, and, I, and I'm not talking to sports teams. I'm talking yeah. work teams, marriages, doesn't matter. So you say, okay, how? here's what happened during, uh, between March and August of 2020. You know, I'm on Zoom, obviously, with a lot of teams because we were all locked down. And I started asking this question, what's going well? Tell me what's going on with team. I didn't ask what's going well. What's going on with team? And 90% of what come out of their mouth was positive. And I'm thinking, we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. In normal <laughs> right. times, you all can't get along, but yet you're telling me now, all of a sudden, things are going well. Why? And so I began to ask, what specifically is going on? And I wrote it down because, you know, we've been two years now. And the next time it's not going well, and they're saying, I don't know, teams, I'm going to, okay, here's what you said was going well then. What yeah. specifically is going well? What was going so well then that now we need to get back to? You see it? And, and the same with marriage, you know, how's your marriage going? Oh, marriage is great. What's going great about it? Uh, it just is, man, it's just going great. You know, we don't know. Right. You got to get specific about this and, and, and then write this stuff down because there's going to be a time it That's might awesome. not be that great. And so when yep. it's not, what are we going to fix to get back to what we were once doing? I love that. Well, and I think, you know, it's important and, and I'll kind of hit on like the marriage analogy, right? Like when things are going great, you know, you, you want to document the feelings and the emotions, right? Like things are going great. This has been fun, whatever. Right. But you also need to document the, the what's going on that's causing it to be great. Right. Yes. Are you guys yes. doing a weekly date night? Are you yes. guys eating dinner at the table together as a family? Are you, you know, having uninterrupted, you know, no cell phones, no devices, you know, time, like, what are the things that you're doing that's causing it to be great, right? Because as you know, like, you know, marriage that can change week in, week out, right? Like, you're like, hey, we have two weeks in a row of date nights, and we're paying attention to each other. And then life gets crazy for two weeks. And you're like, well, what's what's happened, right? So even in a, a quick change, um, or maybe it's just our marriage. I don't know. Sorry, Christina, if you're going to listen to this, but, um, <laughs> you know, 
so I think it's important to like figure out, you know, again, the feelings and the emotions, but, but what are the inputs? What are the things going on to cause it to be great? Right. Again, sports teams, is it practice? Is it the communication? Is it the watch and tape? Is, you know, what are the things you're doing um, to where, again, when you get in those other states that aren't going as well, you can look back and say, no, we need to get back to our roots of doing X, Y, and Z because yeah, that was what was causing that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, as specific as you can get, the better, I think. And yep, so yep. this, this, now this podcast is um, not just for, but you kind of target small business owners. Yep. That right? Exactly. Okay. So if I have a small business, there always, in everything we do, there's going to be those high points and those low points, right? So it's those high points. That's what I call a rev stage. A high point is that that's when we got to know, man, this is really good right now. What is it in your business? I'm talking small business owners. So Right. If it is so good, as you said, what's going great now, when it's low, you can come back to that thing. And it could be all those things you said about marriage. You can take those things and just exactly. plop it right into your small business context. Yep, exactly. Um, so you kind of mentioned, you know, that there's a difference between being burned out and being stuck. Yeah. What, how do you, how do you explain the difference in that? Right. Cause I, I got a feeling a lot of people listening to this, um, have you know it maybe at some point said oh I'm, I'm burned out but really it's more being stuck so what what do you how can you kind of explain the difference between those two things so i i think stuck is not burnout so i i think that you get burned out in two different ways one is when you are not aware or honest about your stuckness that's good and you're not being real about it, you see. And men are great at just shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down, suppress. No, uh, how you really, doing? Really? Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a shock. I know. Um, and so I think when you're not honest about it, it's going to come back and bite you. And and I think that's what will drive you to burn. So you got to be honest. You got to be real about it. Again, there's nothing to feel bad about. Everybody in the world gets stuck at some point. I ask this question when I do this live said, how many of you can identify with stuck? I just did this yesterday. How many of you can identify? I said, 99.9% .9 of the people can identify with this. Yeah. And, and there's always that one, you know, usually a man that doesn't raise his hand because, you know, he's got right. this. <laughs> so that's yeah. one way I think you get burnt out. The second thing is when you, is when you try to get unstuck in wrong ways. Um, right. And now you're, you're, it's not working. So now you just get stucker and stucker, right? So I'm trying this, that's not working. It's just perpetuating that whole stuck thing. So I think those are two ways that you get burned out. I, I just don't think people get burned out as we use that term a lot. We use it loosely. I think if yeah. you're ever truly burned out, you are in a padded hospital room, getting fed through a tube and having conversations with Barney Rubble. Yes. Yeah, you're yeah. not in just, I don't know who your listeners are or what the demographic is, but uh, Barney Rubble was an actor on the Flintstones. <laughs> I think most people should know that at least. But, I would uh, Yes, yes, for sure. But no, I think that's a really good point. That's I hear, you know, I feel like burnout is kind of a buzzword, right? And that it's, it is, you it know, is. and that's why when you, when you get the talk that day, and I wanted to bring that up in the podcast is, you know, I think there, there is a difference between burnout and stuck. And a lot of people associate, they use the word burnout, but really what they're feeling is stuck. They right. Are. You're feeling those things. And I like what you said about, you know, when you're trying to get unstuck in the wrong ways, that's going to eventually lead to burnout. Right. Because then you're just beating your head against the wall repetitively, not making progress, doing the wrong things. And that's why it's so important to document the rev cycle and, and the great things to get you back, you know, in those roots. So 
Um, you know, one thing I want to hit on, and we're, then we're going to kind of wrap up here talking about the two different circles you, you talked about that day. Um, but but how do you push through going from stuck to on? Is it really just focusing on getting back to your roots and focusing on those things? Or do you have any other advice you want to throw in there before we kind of move on from that conversation? When, when I'm asked, because stuck resonates with so many people. So when I'm asked to come, you know, uh, do a, a keynote, a general session, a breakout, whatever, this is one of the, the most, most requested subjects that I, that I have. Uh, and then after I do the talk on stuck, it is one of the number one things that I'll get the most emails, texts, or calls about and saying, hey, we need to meet because I feel like I am probably stuck. Yes. So I've, there are, and over the years, just in talking to people, I've developed these three or four or five go-to questions that I start with. Okay. Because, and, and these are very subtle things. I think these are things that we write off that, that uh, sometimes, as you said earlier, can become a buzzword that I don't think we pay a lot of attention to that turn out to be very big things. And one of those things, and probably everybody listening to this has, has read or heard Simon Sinek talk about start with why, but one of those things that, and it's great stuff. And I think that's one of the things you need to pay attention to. But one of those things, one of those questions I'll start with is why are you doing what you're doing? Because if, if here's the thing, purpose fuels passion and purpose fuels perseverance. Yes. And if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, whatever it is you're stuck in, I'm telling you, it's, you're finding no meaning in that whatsoever. And that is one of the things I found that can get us and keep us stuck for longer periods of time. There are other go-to questions, but the one that, um, because you said you want to talk about the two circles that we live yeah. in. So that's, so yeah. that's, that's, that's another piece of this. Okay. Um, and this is, this is not just a stuck to on thing. This is, a very foundational thing that if we don't get this piece, we're not going to get much else. And so any team I ever start with, I do a lot of ongoing leadership development it means that I'm with the team sometimes three, four times a year. Now zoom, I'm with them more. This is the first thing I do with every team I'm with. I've done this for kids who are in third, fourth grade. I've done it for high school. I've done it for adults and it's nothing new. It's not my own concept. I've just taken it and kind of put my own language to it perhaps, but it's do you live in the circle of concern or you live in a circle of control? And so when you try to control things you shouldn't be controlling and you don't control those things you should be controlling, you're going to get and stay stuck for longer periods of time. So any situation or circumstance that I come across, I have to ask myself this question. What about this can I control or what about this can I fix? And if I can fix it, then I fix it and I move on. You see? So, yep. and then my stress level goes down. If I can't fix it then, then it, then obviously it's in my circle of concern. And then I have to ask this question, how can I influence this? Or can I influence this? And then if I can, how can I influence this? Right. So I'm, I'm either going to fix it or I'm going to influence it one way or the other. So and what if you can't? Then, then you have to let it go. And this That's is the possible. hardest part for some people because you know, as well as I do, that there are some people that don't let anything go. Yep. So um, it, letting it go does not mean you forget about it or that it doesn't bother you. What it means is you're going to control it, not let it control you. You see? And then yep. part of letting it go is also adjusting to context. So can I, 
what about this can I fix? What about this can I influence? And what do I need to let go? And, 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 and I'm telling you, when we don't practice that, you're going to stay stuck for longer periods of time. So it's a very, again, it's so foundational. And again, Chris, that's where I start with every single team that I meet with um, it. because it, it transcends to every part of life. Absolutely. So basically then what you're saying is, you know, one circle. So is, was it the circle of concern is the one you got to figure out? Is that the influence one or the fix it one? Concern. What can I influence? Concern is influence and control is what can you fix. So that makes sense. And then if you can't and you have to let it go, the people that don't, didn't you say there's a third circle called complain? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did. Probably <laughs> in that session with you, I did. You did. Yeah. You did. So, I loved it. it. It was pretty funny, but it is true. Like the people that can't, if you can't fix it, you can't influence it. Yeah. And if you can't let it go, all you're going to do is complain about it. And it, you're going to be stuck even longer, right? And you're going to be unhealthy. Yes. And I don't mean unhealthy, like emotionally and mentally, I mean, physically and spiritually as well, because complaining does nothing positive for you or anybody around you, you see? And so what the way I, the way I describe it is that if, if you stay in your circle of concern with things you can't fix, you can't influence, the more likely you are then to fall into a circle of complaint. And so one of the number one questions I ask whiners is, can you fix that? What do you think they say? No, no, of course they can't. Be. Then shut up whining about it. Why do you want to whine right. about something you can't fix in the first place? Second yeah. question, can you influence this? Now, your cynical whiners, and this might make for a, a pretty good podcast down the road. They're all kind of levels of whiners. So I have like, I like that. We may oh, have yeah, to do yeah. that. And, it, and, and Chris, these are real live, real to life illustrations that I have. And I've, I've kept notes on this. But anyway, so if you can't influence it, your cynical whiner is going to go, no, I can't influence. Nothing I ever could do about it. That's just the way he's always going to be. It's the way she's always going to be. It's the way it's going to always be. Then again, shut up whining about it. You have to let it go. And when you let it go, it doesn't mean, again, you forget about it or it doesn't bother you. It means that you're going to control it. You're not going to let it control you. And so exactly. that, you know, complaining just erodes anything. It erodes culture, team, marriage. Well, and I think mindset. it's because the, the mental energy you spend complaining about something that you have no control over, you have no influence over, you can't fix it. No, it just again that the mental energy, if you just spend half of that to let it go and focus on things you can control and influence, yeah, you're going to start to get out of the stuck mode. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I think that's that's a really important thing. And I, I had to say that about the complainer things. I think you did say that, and it was I kind of added a little humor into the topic. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think a, it's, it's true. I mean you have to figure out what you can control, what you can influence, and then what, what to let go. And sometimes you have to. Yeah, you, absolutely. You have to. And, and again, that's the hardest part, but if you don't, you're going to get and stay stuck for longer periods of time. So yep. but two, two years ago, when this thing hit, you know, when we were all in lockdown, um, I, I lost 17 jobs in 10 days. So I travel a lot. I speak a lot. Obviously that all came to a halt. So could I fix it? No. Could I influence it? No. What did I have to do? Let I had to it let go. It go. I had to let it go. And so uh, I, I thought, you know, that sounds, and I talked about this for years and all of a sudden it's happening to me. And I'm thinking, well, how do you tell somebody in the middle of a worldwide pandemic that, that just lost 17 jobs in 10 days, you go, dude, you just got to let that go. It sounds a little <laughs> right. trite and it sounds a little 
almost a little disrespectful. So that that's where I started really thinking, okay, what exactly does this mean? It doesn't mean it doesn't bother me. It did. It means that I'm going to control it and I'll let it control me. And that puts me right back in my circle of control. You see But the second thing I did was I adjusted the context. So you and I are doing this zoom call. We might have done a zoom call without the whole COVID-19 thing. Yep. But it would have but not been as common. Probably not. Probably not. So yeah. there, this is adjusting to context, you see? And yeah, so yeah. actually when we get through this, you go, Hey, we're going to keep doing that. So in August, 2020, I started, um, I started a, a zoom cast, a monthly zoom cast called budge. And it's free to anybody that wants to log on. And I started just talking leadership for about 45 minutes and it's fun. I would yeah. never have done that. Yeah. Never have done that. Had I've not adjusted the context. Yeah. We said that whenever everything hit, we said the, the businesses and the people that will adapt and pivot and make the most of it are the yeah. ones that are going to come out the most successful on the back end of it. Now, here That's we right. are two years later, we're still not on the back end of it completely, but, you know, things are much better than they were for sure. Um, and so, you know, you're exactly right. Like, what are the things that you were able to take out of it to adjust and pivot and stuff? And so I think it's awesome. I think it's, you know, like you said, you have to adjust the context. You have to always be growing. You have to find ways, even when things don't go crazy like that haywire, you know, what can you pivot? What can you adjust and, and stay on top of? And, and I think if you're, you know, you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotting, right? So, you know, you have to always be looking for those things that you can adjust context in. So, um, it's, it's, uh, and again, I mean, you can, you can see, and there's a whole series that goes along with that thought process. So obviously we don't have time to get into it all, yeah. but just even that little bit, you can tell how incredibly foundational it is. I love it. I love it. Well, Steve, I, I seriously appreciate you taking some time to share this with our listeners and, um, I, I might take you up on that to do another podcast about the level of whiners and some other yeah. things we kind of, kind of <laughs> piggyback on, yeah. let this be a one oh one, and then do a two Oh one here in, in a few months down the road. But, sure. um, no, I, I really appreciate you taking time to hop on here today and, and share that with us. And, um, how can people plug in? Are you still doing the, the budge club call every month? Yeah, we do budge. Uh, you awesome. can go to my website, stevejthomas.com. So what happened too, um, is that, you know, early on, people started missing the Zoom cast. And so they wanted the video. And yeah. sometimes the video is just not that great from Zoom. So I didn't really want to post that. But uh, we started uploading the audio to a podcast format. Perfect. So, um, yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's out there. It's on Google, Spotify, and Apple. But it's not technically a podcast like what you're doing. I yeah. guess it is because it's out there in podcast yeah, it is. format. So yeah, no, that's good to know. So, that's good. I assume is that on your website too? That, yeah, the recordings are on the website. Yes, they are. Cool. So awesome. Uh, Perfect. Next well, month, definitely... we don't have April registration out there yet, but you can register okay. for it. And uh, I said, log on. We just talk leadership for about 45 minutes. I love it. I love that you're doing that. Well, I'll definitely put all that information here in the in the podcast notes of the episode for anybody that wants to go check it out more. Um, lastly, as we wrap up, what's one book you've recently read you'd recommend to small business owners? Man, that is so hard. People ask me this all the time. <laughs> And I literally have a, a list that I send oh, I people know. when they ask because it's really tough. So here's what I'm going to do. You're in St. Louis, right? Yep. We're yep. talking small business owners. Okay. I'm going to go with um, Ron Chapman's book, Everybody Matters. Do you know who he is? 
I do not, but I'm going to have to check that out. He's the CEO, owner of Barry Waymiller, right okay. there in St. Louis. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm going to check I, that one out. I love, uh, someday I'm going to go down there because they have, they have tours that they give and you can learn more yeah. about the company, that kind of thing. It's a manufacturing company. And, and Bob Chapman wrote this book called Everybody Matters. And that's the underlying theme of their, of their organization. And I love that's it. They awesome. buy at manufacturing companies all over the world, I think, but definitely all over the country. And that's cool. Yeah. And, and he, he, the, what I love about it is this is we're in business to provide opportunities for people. I love it. That's, that should be the philosophy of every business owner right there. I'm telling you, sold me, man. It was incredible. That's uh, awesome. So, so I would not normally say that, but I'm going with that one because you're in St. Louis and, uh, it, and I love it. I love the book. So it's on my list. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I will, uh, I will definitely check that one out. Uh, but I, like I said, thanks again for taking time to, to record this. And I look forward to doing another one with you. It'd be fun, Steve. I do too, man. It'd be great. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.